Do you often find yourself daydreaming? Does the pure magic of a C.S. Lewis book bring a tear to your eye? To those who would prefer to be living in castles like princesses, braving the ocean in ships, or wishing they lived in Narnia, this one's for you. The world we live in is full of heavenly miracles that go completely unnoticed. If you look closely, you can see it in the dreams that God places on our hearts, growing us closer to Him as we take on our heavenly adventures. Join me, your host, as we explore, learn, laugh, and cry to see God work in the hearts of dreamers like you and me. To the dreamers, love Cass. Hello, everyone. (laughs) So I know that this is probably a surprise to most of you, but I decided to start a podcast, as you can tell from the title. It is called To the Dreamers. Mm -hmm. So just a little bit about what that is. One of my favorite things in life is hearing all of the God dreams and visions that he's put on the hearts of my friends. And I feel like I have so many good quality stories and friends that just encounter the Lord in such a beautiful way Mm -hmm. that I just wanted to share the conversations that I had with them and that I'm going to have with them about how God's fulfilling those dreams, how he put them in their hearts, and just how he's working through everything in their life. And I just think that's a beautiful testimony of just the grace and wonder of God that we could just take in, learn from, just a conversation. It's, you know, just as easy as talking to somebody and getting something out of it. And so that's just what I was hoping for this. And whether it's just for me just to know or for other people to to experience as well, then, you know, whatever it is, it's just worth it. And we're just being obedient to God in it. Period. So, period. <laughs> Hope goes, period. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a good way to introduce yes. my my first guest. Basically, the podcast is going to be a series of guests and friends that I know and love and that I know that God's put something super special on their heart. And so, my very first guest, without further ado is the one and only Hope McKenzie. Oh, I feel so honored to be here right now. Just, I love what you're doing, and I love that you're being obedient to the Holy Spirit, and I think there are many dreamers out there that are going to find so much freedom through the stories that are shared here. So, Hope, that <laughs> is so kind of you to say. <laughs> so I just want you to start talking a little bit about some of the dreams that God's given you, because I know that you have a little bit of TikTok fame. Let's be honest here. (laughs) You've got a lot going for you. And I know that so many of those things, like the things you post, you can just see the glory of God through Mm -hmm. them. And it's not just like a TikTok page where you're messing around. Like you are having fun, but you're doing it while glorifying the Lord in a super special way. And so you can't help but think, Like, wow, you can just notice that God Mm -hmm. did something in your heart beforehand that was able to be expressed on screen but was ultimately made in private. Yeah. And so for the people who don't know you personally, uh, could you just talk about some of those dreams, some of those experiences, like how that came to be? Yeah. So I 
Just kind of a little bit about myself. I'm from a small town in southern Illinois, but we're outside of a big city, but where I grew up, it was pretty small. Um, there, I grew up in a very artistic household, as in my parents were both very artistically inclined. My dad can paint and act, and my mom can dance and sing, all these things. So it was always in me to want to create and I had these big aspirations. If you asked me as a five-year-old what I was going to do, I would tell you straight to your face, I'm going to be the next big movie star. Like that was it when I was five years old. But growing up, I definitely went through a lot of just, I think the best way to describe it is I misinterpreted what people said as them telling me I shouldn't pursue my dreams and I shouldn't express creatively because that wasn't practical and that wasn't actually serving a purpose in the kingdom. So when I came to college, I thought, okay, well, I will just succeed academically and succeed in these practical ways that are impressive to other people, but weren't actually what God was calling me to do. So then my first semester of college is really where all that shifted. And I started, I, I had these friends around me who saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Um, I thought I was just there to basically make other people proud and other people happy and like I had to achieve something in order for God to be proud of me. And then my friends around me just started telling me about their experiences with the Lord and just how kind he was to them and how they had this beautiful secret place that was just them and Jesus and um, just the love they felt. And I knew the Lord, but not on that level. and hearing their stories, I was like, okay, if there's if if that's there, like if there's a love I can have that will make me feel like I don't have to strive to be anything, I want that. So then I remember specifically there was a week where I had to quarantine because <laughs> because one of my friends tested positive for COVID. And that week I spent the majority of the week just on the floor, like just laying and just crying because I just was finally encountering the Lord in a way where I could feel his love for me. Full worship mode. Literally. And it had nothing to do with what I could do. I was just sitting, doing nothing. And it was the most loved I'd ever felt in my life. Um, Mm. And I think that week changed everything. Um, And I realized that the Lord wanted me to do what he had placed inside of me, not what other people told me was impressive. And so I started just everything he was speaking to me. I started writing about it. I started writing poetry. I started making videos of things that God had spoken over me and just speaking it over other people. And like you said, it was things that were cultivated in private that slowly but surely the Holy Spirit would be like, hey, you can, you can share this one. You can share this one. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how it all started. (laughs) And that's so good too, because I feel like so many times for so many people, God doesn't just appear out of nowhere and say, I've given you a dream. Right. You know, it starts with those little moments where you're just seeking his face and you feel more free to do the things that he's called you to do. Yeah. And so in that freedom, like for you, you're really creative. And it's so Mm -hmm. beautiful to see because there's a characteristic of God that comes out in that creativity that's just so beautiful. And you may not see it at first because it's sometimes hard to find the gold in ourselves, yeah. I feel like. And and that's like a common problem with our generation, I feel like. And not just a problem, but maybe an insecurity that we need to kind of get yeah. through because so many of us are like anxious about those things. And to be Christians that are anxious 
is just not the way to live. Like that's not living in freedom. But once we have that, then that gives the Lord permission to just let us be to our full potential. Yeah, I think you said something really good there where I think a big thing the Lord revealed to me is that if I create something or do, so for me it is like creating any form of art, but it could be whatever people are passionate about. If you're doing that thing in order to get closer to God, so if I say, okay, God, if I create this art piece, like will you show me another layer of your love? That is based in performance mentality. And so if I'm doing something for God to like, okay, if I do this, you'll give me more of yourself rather than God, I know you want to give me more of yourself just because you love me. And out of that, then I will create something. Does that make sense? It's like switching your mentality to create from identity rather than for identity. Oh my goodness. Hope that was so good. (laughs) I will definitely credit that one to, um, I went to a conference and some of our besties from Bethel talked about this. Um, But it's, God would rather us create from identity than for identity. That's amazing. That's so true too, because it's so easy in culture, uh, even Christian culture, to to have that performance mentality, Mm -hmm. even whenever you're trying to do things like reading the Bible. And yes, you should, but that should come from a place of love. And from direct want for experience with the Holy Spirit, which if you like know the character of God, then I feel like that becomes so much easier. Yes. Granted, sometimes you do have to like train yourself in that way. But once you just form a solid relationship with God, then all of that almost seems to fade away. And you're just there and it's just you and him and the Holy Spirit. And you can just be free. Yeah. Oh, Man, it's like I'm reliving it right now. It is. I think free is the perfect word. There's just so much freedom. Hope. So my next question for you then is once you had your foundation, how did you know that it was all God? (laughs) This is a great question because I think for me it was noticing the difference in my creativity now versus, let's say, a year or two ago um, before if someone asked me, well, how did you how did you write this poem? How did you create that video? Things like that. I would be able to tell them my process. And actually, last year, I had somebody ask me, well, Hope, like, how did you blow up on social media? Because I'm trying to get my page big, all these things. What did you do? What What's your advice? And I literally looked at them in the face and said, I'm going to be honest, I didn't try. Like, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> That's um, so funny. And when I said that, I it, it kind of clicked in me. Oh, oh wait, that's it. It was because I was just, it was just an overflow of a yeah. love for Jesus. Wow. It wasn't me trying to attain a certain status. So that was the big thing. There. That's so good. I love that you use that word overflow mm-hmm. because it really puts an emphasis on the idea that it was rooted out of your time with God. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what we see on social media is not real like it's just a highlight right so like you don't see all of the behind the scenes stuff that you did all the time that you spent with the lord all of that character building that was going on and all that people see is you know the funny videos that are like oh my gosh that's so creative that's so awesome i wish i could be like that but in reality just be you 
Be who God made you to be because he's got something so special planned for you in your life. And I know that the Lord gives us desires, right? Like godly desires from his will. And I know that you've experienced that, right? Like those desires didn't just come from nowhere. They were godly desires that he put in your heart. And in his word, he says that he's going to fulfill those godly desires that he's put in our hearts. And so for people who might be listening that are like, oh my gosh, I love what she does. I would just challenge you to like look inside of yourself and say, what does freedom with just me and the Lord look like? And how can I spend time with him? And then the dreams will follow, you know, like he's not going to let you lead a purposeless life. He's designed purpose for you, which also brings me to another question, which is if everything does look perfect on social media, I mean, obviously there's got (laughs) to be something going on. It's not always perfect 100% of the time. And so there must have been like some sort of fears and failures maybe or just bumps in the road. I don't know. I mean, I guess it could have been perfect, but that's almost, you know, never true. Like nobody goes without struggles and the way that you are and just in real life, how you're the exact same person that you are in front of the camera. I know that there's probably been stuff that you've overcome and you've done it so beautifully. And so if you just would like to share about how you overcame any fears that you might have had or like any discrepancies. Yeah. Um, First off, I feel the presence of the Lord here. Oh, (laughs) I'm so happy you're doing this. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I think a big thing that I actually started dealing with heavily this year um, was just anxiety and just mental health problems. Um, I'd kind of dealt with it in the past, but it really came it really came like badly this year. And I remember asking God, why, why is it that I feel like the closer I get to you and the closer I get to my calling, which I don't even think we have a calling. I think our our calling (laughs) is to just be with God anyways. um, But the closer I got to him, I, I almost felt more I almost felt more messy and I was so, Mm -hmm. but he was showing me that he said, hope it's not that you became more messy. It's that you just became more aware aware of how much you need me. Um, And he changed my mentality from one of depravity to one of dependency Mm -hmm. Um, and how I think a big thing that helped me in that process of dealing, and I still deal with anxiety. I go to counseling. We're pro-counseling here. Thank you, (laughs) Jesus, for healing through that. Um, But I think a big part of that was recognizing that it's okay, and it's okay that um, I still struggle with that, and it's okay that I'm in process, and actually the Lord loves me in process because that means He can come and be with me through it. And I think the biggest switch, though, was realizing that it's not about attaining a measure of holiness. It's about just leaning on him. And that, like, after Jacob wrestled with God, he left with a limp for the rest of his life. And so I want it to be said of me that I had a limp, and that limp was that I needed Jesus to do anything. Um, So, yeah. 
It was like his own personal tattoo of Jesus. <laughs> like we get tattoos now in ink. Jacob, he had a whole, he had a whole body issue, a whole dislocation, a whole dislocation for the Lord. I want to be dislocated for you, Jesus. <laughs> and I think part of that story, like the reason why it's so beautiful, is that he wasn't perfect. He was just a man, and he thought that he had to strive for things. And God literally showed him. Yeah. And pulled him and was like, listen, you're going to get the place that I called you to be in from the beginning. Like that prophecy was said before you were born. But I just want you to know that it's not because of your striving. It's because of my grace Mm. and my sufficiency. That was so good. (laughs) Yes, that that's literally it. Uh, And I, I watch. Well, I didn't watch. I listened to. So I listened to this podcast the other day and it had Jackie Hill Perry on it. And I'm sure you know who that is. She's an amazing, amazing woman of God and has been through so many things. But she is just so real. And that is something every time I listen to her, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I'm learning something new. And one of the things that she said was with social media, we tend to idolize it but not that we're idolizing social media in itself like as an app but that we're idolizing ourselves and making Mm. ourselves gods in it and trying to one up everybody else whether or not you realize it yeah because definitely subconsciously you know you you tend to compare and we all do that we fall into that comparison if we're not careful and there's so much temptation to fall into it but also social media can be used for so much good And so then there's this struggle of where is my heart set? Because am I set on being the most famous TikToker or Mm -hmm. the most famous Instagrammer? Or is it something that comes out of the overflow where you're not trying to make yourself a god, but you're intentionally humbling yourself and letting the Lord lift you up because he raises the humble up, right? Mm -hmm. And he resists the proud. And what that means for us in our lives, I think people, like, you can worry about it. You can be like, oh, God, like, I'm praying. I'm I'm praying that I'm humble. But I think more than anything, what that should be is a comfort to us that we don't have to strive. Mm. And so when he says that he resists the proud and lifts up the humble, just know that you don't have to impress anybody. You don't have to be a picture-perfect version of yourself all the time. You don't need to be Hope McKenzie, you know. You don't need to mm-hmm. be uh, any any yeah. other famous person. All you have to do is look at your relationship with the Lord and don't look around you. It's just you and Him and be yourself. And don't worry about it because the rest will follow. Yeah, that's so good. And I think a good way to check that, because sometimes we can say, ah, Check your heart. Make sure you're, it's about your heart intention. What's your heart posture? Right. <laughs> but how do we actually check that? And I think the biggest thing the Lord's shown me is check what you're doing when no one's around and check what you're doing yeah. off social media. So that's just my little practical yeah. tip. <laughs> but. That's so good, Hope. So another thing that I just wanted to ask you before we we end is just what kind of advice would you have for those who want to follow in your footsteps or want to maybe just pursue their dream with God to all of those dreamers Mm -hmm. out there you know the podcast name is to the dreamers and so this was made 
for dreamers by dreamers yeah. you know i am i'm a big dreamer one of my favorite things in the whole world is just to sit down with my friends and hear about what god's been doing in their lives because i feel like in every instance you know like they don't have to be famous they don't have to have anything super special not everybody's looking at them all the time but if i can just be present there and hear the testimony that they have then it's worth it you know and i just know that the lord has given them something that i can pull from mm -hmm. and you know whether or not it's perfect like you don't need perfect people around you all the time in order to learn something. Yeah. You can always be learning from every circumstance and you can always be dreaming and growing your dream and seeking the Lord and what that looks like. So for all of those dreamers, Hope, what would be some advice that you would give them? I think the biggest thing I needed to hear was that your your passions are not in opposition to your purpose and calling. And that, yes, of course, we need to be drawn closer to the Lord and He will give us the desires. But if the desires are from Him and the desires and passions and this, just the things that make your heart light up, if those are increasing as you're stepping closer to the Lord, they're from Him. And He doesn't want you to limit what he's placed inside of you and bench yourself because other people have been telling you how to play the game. Um, because ultimately it's not a competition with other people. And when I heard that for the first time, when someone told me that like my dreams are from God and he wants me to pursue those things and he created me the way he created me for a reason, it brought so much freedom to me. And I realized, oh Lord, like you actually want me to pursue the passions you've given me um it doesn't have to look like what other people told me it had to look like so. yeah no I completely <laughs> agree and it makes so much sense too mm -hmm. because I'm not gonna try to be like a contractor and build houses if the Lord gave me little noodle arms you know and like <laughs> I don't have that desire at all in me and that's okay I don't want to build houses that's yeah. not my passion so why would I try to force it Build the house of the Lord, though. Build the house of the Lord. <laughs> hey, come on, somebody. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I think that you're completely right. Like, our dreams and our passions, they will tend to follow what we yeah. naturally do. And there's a Hebrew word. It's called Derek. So the name Derek comes from it. But it just means your path. And so hmm. I feel like... Uh, Every time that I've been taught about that word, it kind of gives this representation of like you have a path that the Lord has destined for you. And when you're growing uh, and developing and say like your parents are helping you along your path, it's never in the direction of like, oh, we need you to do this to go this certain way. You need to go to a four-year college, you need mm -hmm. to get a degree and that's how you're going to grow and then the Lord will take care of the rest. But it's always in, um, it's in a way that's more like a tree or a plant where it's like their roots are growing and you've just got to let that plant do what it needs to do. You need to give it the right amount of water, the right amount of sunshine yeah. for that plant because cactuses don't grow the same as like roses, you know? Mm -hmm. And so whatever type, of plant or flower the lord has created you to be you know 
they all look different and there's so many different kinds but in order to to grow and develop in that path you need to develop it in the way that the lord has molded you which is comforting yeah but it's also an invitation to seek out what you are like and to find out your personality and how you grow and how you learn and those things can be so exciting especially for for dreamers because you get to know the creator of the universe through the way that he made you personally Mm. which is so unique and so cool that's a word and you can only know the creator of the universe if you or you can only know how the creator of the universe sees you if you know the creator of the universe. So it literally <laughs> everything we're saying comes back to the same thing. It's just oh, yeah. seeking him and everything else overflows. That was so amazing, Hope. Thank you so much for being on with me and being my very first podcast oh. guest. <laughs> I know it was a little bit nerve wracking, at least for me, because I was <laughs> like, we were just talking before this and I was telling Hope, I was like, Hope, I love doing the things that I really feel like the Lord's put on my heart, but I don't love putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. And she was really helping me with that too, because, and I found out like that's really kind of the same for her. At least it it started out, but mm-hmm. she obviously is so confident <laughs> and so beautiful and she's a queen with it. But all of that stuff came out of the overflow. And if you have a desire to like go and put yourself out there, that is a blessing. Like take that because, <laughs> you know, it, it can word. <laughs> it can be nerve wracking to some people, mm-hmm. but just be obedient to the Lord and you'll find peace in it. Like yeah. I have so much peace doing this right now and it's been so fun. And we're just here with our coffees, recording our podcast. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. And I'm just so honored and so happy to be able to do this with someone so special and hopefully down the line, you know, some more people. Yes. So we're just going to take it how it comes and y'all are just going to get some real conversations and they're just going to be us talking, have a conversation. Real. Real. And, (laughs) you know, if you want to listen and join in, then that is, you know, a huge blessing and we're just glad to be doing it. And glad to be serving the Lord in this way. Thank y'all for listening to the very first episode of To The Dreamers. I hope to see you soon. And we love you all. And we love the Lord. Goodbye.